Now, they're all individuals running this account and all of the content they post is original content. And don't get me wrong, it's absolutely beautiful and I love following them. But I'll be honest with you, I sometimes couldn't tell their content apart if they're going to the same destination. And if I didn't look at the handle, I wouldn't be able to recognize who it is. And also, I don't really remember their names. Welcome to the Full-Time Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Lee, and I'll be sharing industry knowledge and social media tips through weekly interviews with established creators and Q&A sessions. Our goal is to help you decode social media, become a full-time influencer, and do what you love for a living. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Q&A mini-sode that we do weekly on Thursdays. Make sure to submit your question. It is linked in the description if you want to ask me a question. So Dooley, D-O-O-L-I-E-E, asked, how do you make popular reels and content without showing your face? So I think there's another question that people frequently ask is, is it possible to succeed as an influencer without showing your face? And I'll also answer that after this. But first, honestly, it would really depend on your niche, but I can definitely give you a few ideas. If you are, say, in the journaling niche, uh, you could do top-down shots of your journaling process, showcasing certain products. If you're in the food niche, it's also very easy to do that as well without ever showing your face. You can just show details of cooking in the kitchen and the recipes and so on. If, let's say, you're an artist, you could potentially do clips that are just showing the back of your head where you're drawing on a canvas. It could also be top-down videos where you're drawing on paper, you know, so you don't necessarily have to show your face that way, but then you're still in the video. If you're in the travel and photography niche, another example, not showing your face. Obviously, there's a lot of like landscape stuff, but you can do hyperlapses, uh, hyperlapse videos. That could be a niche. And if you want to showcase products, you could do stop motion videos of products where you're not in it, but it's just the products that are moving in the stop motion video. I've also seen a lot of people in the cottage cord niche and a few of them, like the very, very rare few, actually don't show their face. And so what this looks like is very aesthetic lifestyle content like videos and photos where maybe they use a book to cover their face. Maybe they look away from the camera. And so they are very particular with the poses that they choose and the framing that they choose for their images so that they don't show their face. But it's still a very clear niche and aesthetic. Also, if you're in the hotel niche, you could do just aesthetic travel clips, but it's particularly focused on one thing. And I'll give you some more examples of people who do that later. If you're in the fashion niche, you could do detail clips that don't show your face or let's say you're showcasing just like the details of you pulling up a stocking and then putting on a shoe, putting on necklace that's very close up. But then when you're doing a wider angle, you do it so that you're doing a mirror selfie where your phone covers your face or you can do it so that your head is cropped off in the frame and then it's just your body showing the entire outfit. So that's how you can not show your face in the fashion niche. And honestly, no matter what niche you're in, you could easily just put together a bunch of clips that don't show your face and then do a voiceover. So that's another idea. So those are a lot of different ideas of reels and content you can do without showing your face. 
But let me answer the question of whether it's actually possible to succeed as an influencer with a personal brand without showing your face. And my answer is, I really don't recommend it, although there are some success cases. And let me explain why I don't recommend building a personal brand without showing your face. And I'll give you a few examples of people who have pages that don't show their face and why some part of it may be risky and uh, what the downsides are, basically. And then also I'll give you another example of someone who's built a very unique and memorable personal brand without ever showing their face. One of the, I would say, biggest success cases of like a no-face brand. So there's actually four layers to why showing face is much more powerful when you're building a personal brand. Number one is very straightforward, uniqueness. When people don't see your face, it's harder to be memorable to people. And it's also a little harder to stand out because we all look different and We all tend to, as human beings, want to understand what someone looks like. Like when we get to meet somebody, the first thing we look at is their face. It's it's their eyes, right? When we speak to them, when we get to know them, we remember people by remembering their faces. So when you remember your friends, you remember them by their faces, right? If you were to not look at your friend's face and you could only see their style, would you still be able to recognize them? Probably not always. So you want to think about your followers like your online friends. They know you even less than your actual real-life friends. So how do you expect them to always remember you if you don't show your face? And in a world where uniqueness and personality is super key, this rings even more true, especially in the coming years where video content is, is key to success. Now, the second layer to why showing face is, makes a personal brand much more powerful is that There's a trust factor there. When people see you, they get to know you, then they begin to like and trust you. That is what we call the no-like-trust factor. And so especially if you're in niches where oftentimes you have to show your face, maybe it's your style, maybe it's skincare or something like that, um, then it's particularly important that you show your face because then people develop more trust with you. Also, I do find that when I'm looking at, for example, Instagram stories, I prefer to know what who the person is behind the page. If they are just typing text over things that aren't them, let's say it's a scenery or their home, I still have no idea who is talking to me. I don't know what they look like. I don't know what they sound like. So there's very little trust and likability there. And that really limits how much of a connection you can build with your audience, if any at all. And yes, sometimes you can gain a lot of trust by postly restricting about one topic. And what what I mean by that is you can develop a lot of authority in a topic if you only post about that and you never show your face. One example is Lou Madeline. She talks about luxury travel. She mostly showcases beautiful hotels, sometimes Airbnb, unique ones. And she has a lot of authority in the luxury hotel space. When she posts about a beautiful hotel, most likely people are going to look and they're going to trust her experience and what she says about it. However, we still don't know what she looks like. And even though I do trust her on this topic matter, 
I wouldn't necessarily trust her for anything else that she talks about because I, I have no idea who she is. I, I don't know what she's like. And, you know, we haven't really been able to get to know her as much in the process. So this brings me to my next point. When you don't show your face, it means there is a lack of flexibility to switch topics later on. There's really no versatility in your personal brand. So think about it. In order to succeed without showing your face, you really need to be known for a topic. For example, you just show food without showing your face. You show hotels without showing your face. And people only follow you for that specific topic that you post about. Because they can't be following you for you and your story and your personality because it's very, very hard to show it without showing your face. Of course, it is possible, but it's significantly harder. Imagine if your passions change or what if your life changes? What if you used to talk about luxury hotels, but you can no longer travel as frequently? Then you would have spent so much time building this amazing page with authority in this topic, but it's very hard to continue. Whereas if you had a personal brand with your face in it, let's say you started with travel and then you decide to pivot into creative photography or you pivot into food, which as many travel influencers have, um, then you can actually continue your personal brand. You can continue using that same page and speaking to the same audience because they've gotten to know you and like you over the years and they follow you for you and not just let's say the luxury hotels that you travel to. And so you can at least branch out into other topics. You can still work with other brands. And um, there's a lot more ways that you could pivot and still continue to grow and continue to run this as a business. You also want to consider the fact that there's very little differentiating you from, let's say, a feature page that curates a lot of beautiful content on a certain topic, or maybe even like an editorial magazine. Because if you're not showing your face and there's not as much personality in it, then unfortunately, your page would look a lot more like a curated feature page, even though it's your original content. And I have seen creators like I believe her handle is Pink Inez and the handle that I just mentioned, which is Lou Madeline and also Voyage Provocateur. Now, they're all individuals running this account and all of the content they post is original content. And don't get me wrong, it's absolutely beautiful and I love following them. But I'll be honest with you, I sometimes couldn't tell their content apart if they're going to the same destination. And if I didn't look at the handle, I wouldn't be able to recognize who it is. And also, I don't really remember their names. I mean, Lou Madeline, obviously her name is Madeline. That's easier because it's her handle. But I don't really know anybody else's name. I just know that they post luxury hotel content. So it's also not as memorable. They have amazing content, but there's a lack of differentiation, which is such a pity because if you just inject more personality and show your face, then there's a lot of ways that you can differentiate yourself. Are you an aspiring creator who wants to get paid to be yourself and do what you love? Well, I have a free training that will help you achieve exactly that. This training will cover the four steps to landing paid brand deals even if you don't have a ton of followers so you can start growing and monetizing your social media following. Save your spot today at SuccessfulInfluencer.com training or head to the link in the description. Last point I wanted to make about 
um, showing face is the possibilities of monetization. When people follow you for you, that's when you can work with more brands in all different fields. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't start out with a narrow niche and should just only show your face and it's all about yourself and your personality and so on. I still think that it's super important that when you're starting out, you want to start with a narrow topic and niche that you are known for so that when people come to your page, there's a lot of clarity and they know why they should follow you and they can get value from your page, right? And then as you grow that following, you start to inject more of your personality and uh, your story and your values and all of that over time. But as you grow from having a clear niche with your face, your followers will really start to follow you for you, your story, your values, and your personality. So that when you do talk about things outside of your niche, let's say you do wellness and skincare, and part of your your life is blogging about it on a website, then in the future, Squarespace can sponsor you. Whereas if you're only known for one topic, because your brand isn't versatile enough from not showing your face, then it would be very difficult to get brand deals outside of that topic niche. So let me just give you that same example from the previous like luxury hotel creators. And again, by no means, I'm not trying to bash them at all. I absolutely love their content, but I just understand that this is how things work in this industry. It's a lot harder for someone with a huge page, even like Lou Madeline, to get paid brand deals from companies outside of the travel niche. Of course, she can work with amazing companies like Booking.com, Expedia, hotel chains, and do a great job at that. I absolutely don't doubt that. But it would be significantly harder for non-travel brands to work with her because unfortunately, we only know her for her travels. We don't know her for who she is and her entire story. So on the flip side, a lot of travel influencers who do talk about travel can also work with fashion brands, skincare brands, tech brands. Like I was mostly known for travel content, but I have worked with some of my biggest clients are brands like PayPal, Adobe, you know, I've worked with HBO Max and even like flower brands. And I've worked with skincare brands and fashion brands as well. So that's just to name a few. It makes it so that it's I'm a lot more versatile. There's a lot more options for monetization. But of course, like I mentioned, there are exceptions. Now, I generally don't follow influencers who don't show their faces. So maybe there are more exceptions out there, um, but that I haven't heard of. So definitely feel free to DM me at fulltimeinfluencer.co if you can share some. Right now, I only know one successful personal brand built on not showing her face intentionally. And I actually met her recently in Taiwan. Her handle is Valentine in Paris. So her style is very elegant, luxury lifestyle and fashion. Um, She actually shared recently in a post that she never showed her face due to social anxiety. It wasn't exactly an intentional thing to build this mysterious brand and have like the no face thing be a thing. But over time, it developed and became part of her brand. And she even got written up by Mary Claire in Taiwan for not showing her face, which is pretty unique. But 
you do have to keep in mind that she showcases luxury. So even without showing her face, it's very easy to make it super aesthetic, very shareable. Of course, she has an amazing eye for visuals. So she's very good at what she does. And she writes very long captions too. So she's still been able to build a connection with her followers. So that's something really good that she did. Plus, she also has a second page where she teaches people how to speak French. So people at least know what she sounds like. That sort of adds to the trust factor. And she has shared more of her story in her stories as well via with text. So if you do follow her closely, you would get to know some of her story and her values and so on. So in her case, this no face concept for a personal brand actually fits very well with her luxury niche and her specific aesthetic. But that might not necessarily work so well for all niches. So that's one thing to keep in mind. So in conclusion, it's not to say that it's not possible to grow a strong personal brand without showing your face at all. There are exceptions like Valentine in Paris, and I'm sure there are others as well. But in my personal opinion, it's certainly not ideal for the long run if you want to build a lasting business that can pivot and grow with you as a person over the years and also be able to be transferred easily across platforms. I hope this mini-sode was helpful for you and answered your question about content that you can create without showing your face, but also given you some perspective of whether you should show your face while you're building your personal brand and in your page. Let me know what you think about this topic. We always welcome different opinions and we'd love to have a discussion with you as well. And don't forget to leave a question in the link in the description if you want to have your question answered in a future episode. Thanks again for tuning in to the Full-Time Influencer Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone who could benefit from it. And I'll see you in the next one.